All right, welcome everybody. Today I have a friend of mine who is also a successful marketer, among other things. His name is Galel Fajardo. Hey, Galel, how are you doing? I'm doing great, David. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So, um, give us a little bit about your background. Tell us like what you do and uh, you know how you got started in marketing, and then what you do now. For sure. Um, well, let's see. Right now, I'm the director of marketing for an online group of online schools, uh, Allied Business Schools. We're located here in Orange County, California. Mm -hmm. And uh, my path into online marketing was pretty interesting. Um, I got started right out of uh, college. Once I graduated, I went into real estate and was in the mortgage business. Eventually owned a mortgage company, grew that company and, and was doing well. And then as most people know, real estate completely took a dive. And mm -hmm. as the industry was starting to slow down, you know, one of the things that I had always kind of known, you know, at the back of my mind is, hey, look, you know, the internet is 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 big. This is this thing is is growing. And uh, if anybody's younger and listening to this right now, they're gonna think, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. The internet hasn't been around, you know, my entire life. Uh -huh. And so um, once I I owned my own business in the mortgage uh, mortgage industry, I started, you know, getting into blogging and started, you know, developing websites and looking at different ways of generating my own leads, just because real estate and, and mortgage finance, it's incredibly um, competitive, right? And mm -hmm. so you're paying upwards of $100, $200 per lead. And I didn't have that type of budget. So started getting into SEO and started getting into, you know, how I could drive organic traffic and then the the beginnings of social media and, and, and all that. So that was kind of always an interest in the background, you know, as I was working mortgage, once the market took a complete dump, um, we had to sell our, you know, or actually we had to close the doors of our company and uh, we just, I mean, we, we lost everything. Mm -hmm. And so really kind of hit rock bottom financially, but it had this good base of internet marketing knowledge. So from there, uh, went and offered my services as a consultant, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Following the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Richard Branson quote, like, hey, if you're given a good opportunity and don't know how to do it, just take it anyway and figure it out. Sure. <laughs> and so that's what I did. Um, started working with an AV company here in Southern California, big manufacturer, and offered my services as a consultant. Charge them way too little, by the way. Uh, always charge uh, more as a consultant if you can. <laughs> word, <laughs> word to the wise. And, uh, and then from there, they hired me on full time and just we uh, really just, you know, changed their online marketing presence. And um, from there, ended up going, uh, working for a mortgage company, took a year off, kind of decided just kind of work for myself, work from home, doing um, just kind of affiliate marketing, mostly in the, the health and wellness uh, arena. And my wife got sick and tired of me being here at home and said, hey, listen, like, could you just like go and get out of the house and go work for somebody? So I found the right opportunity. It was a good fit over at Ally Business Schools. Um, ironically, it's kind of funny how the world works. I graduated college in 04, got my real estate license from Allied Schools, and 10 years later found myself as they're you know, running their marketing department. So now here I am uh, working for the school that I got my real estate license at. And it's been a lot of fun. I work with a, a fantastic team of people who are super talented. And uh, we're, you know, we're doing some really good stuff. Education is something that I'm really passionate about. And, um, you know, it obviously gets a lot of attention in the news. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think there's just a lot of really good opportunities for affiliates out there who want to build a business long term. Um, you know, the EDU space is a fantastic place to be able to do that. Sure. Yeah. 
Awesome. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to get into some stuff and talk about basically, you know, running EDU education offers and stuff like that. Um, I have not, oh, and by the way, I should mention that also in your spare time, you are um, a Kenny G aficionado <laughs> concert goer. Gotta love it. Yes, I gotta thank Stephanie for that. You know, <laughs> she's uh, she's got me into Kenny G and, 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 and going to Air Supply and all those good things, you know? <laughs> yes, to, for those listening, I got, well, you didn't get dragged. I, I think you liked it, but I got oh, semi-dragged yeah. to a Kenny G concert with... Uh, Glow and his wife. Oh, air, and, air supply. Or air supply. Air sorry, supply. air supply. Yes, yes. Air supply. Yeah, you got semi-dragged, and I was jumping for joy when I heard about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Literally, I mean, literally, I got. You know, Stephanie sends a message saying, "Hey, look, this there's this concert going on," and I said, "Sign me up. I'm there." That's <laughs> so hilarious. it was fantastic. Awesome. All right. All right. Okay. So back to marketing here. <laughs> um, so let's talk about generating leads for um, for education offers. I know there was some stuff you wanted to cover, so if you just want to take it away, you're going to start with like concerns from the buyer's perspective, um, what publishers should be aware of if they generate leads. Yeah, so you know, one of the things that we're really, really heavy on in EDU, so. As an affiliate, right? You, you know, because I've I've been on both sides of the coin. I'm still an active affiliate, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, from the affiliate's perspective, you know, we're looking for conversions, right? We're just, we're, we're checking our stats and seeing, hey, did, did I get a conversion? Uh, you know, uh, on this campaign, how many conversions am I getting? What's my conversion rate? And that's all we're looking at, right? It's really is just conversion, right? Um, and. And one of the things when it comes to uh, conversion is the fact that really from a buyer's perspective, so from from the schools who are buying these leads, um, you know, me as a buyer, really one of our concerns is quality, right? So is somebody just filling out a form just to fill it out? So that's why one of the reasons that um, really affiliates have kind of become um, – I guess a negative term among universities and schools are asking, you know, aggregators and, you know, hey, listen, are you, do you t are you using affiliate traffic? Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is, there were bad players in the industry, and a lot of those have really started to get funneled away. You know, there's some big companies that kind of let closed down and 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 went away because they were trying to push fraud traffic. So from our perspective, from from schools that are buying, um, really what publishers should be aware of is, look, we're looking for quality. So don't just try to just shove stuff down a funnel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And just, just to get a conversion, I mean, really focus on getting quality. And I think a lot of times as affiliates, we forget about that, that somebody's oh, trying to make, make money, you know, off of what we're providing. So the more you get focused on providing value to your end user, the better off you're going to be long-term period. So really yeah. for us, it, it's it's quality. Where is this? Where is it coming from? Right. Um, job traffic is one that's super common in, among EDU. Mm -hmm. We are not fans of job traffic. You know, at okay. least my school, we're not big fans of that. Some schools, you know, some of the bigger ones that we compete against, like the University of Phoenix, the DeVries, they deal with mass quantities, and so job traffic to them, yeah, they'll they'll take it. Right. You'll see like who's buying. You go to like uh, Monster.com and just just look around at, at the. Code regs uh, that they have that like pop up right sure. in these forms and you can see the schools that are, that are on there and represented 
you know, there's a ton of other schools that are not buying that type of traffic. And uh, you can set yourself up for better success by, you know, positioning it more long term and, and, and going after, um, you know, specific specific groups that would maybe convert better for for us in the long run. So talk just a, a little bit about just like a few quick things that make um, would make for bad traffic. Like you mentioned traffic sources, but mm-hmm. is there anything that what else? you know, makes like bad quality traffic. Yeah. So no false promises. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing, right? So don't, don't say, don't make sure your copy doesn't sell a fake bill of goods, right? Obviously in your copy, you're not going to be talking about hours of homework and hours of studying and all this negative aspect, (laughs) right? Uh We don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about, you know, people achieving their dreams and making more money eventually and all this kind of stuff. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, you're getting somebody for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. So incentivized traffic, we're not huge fans of, (laughs) you know, Um, you want somebody who is, who is filling it out because they're general, genuinely interested in getting more information on potentially going to school for some type of program. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, That being said, you know, right now people are just knocking education left and right, you know, all over the news and people getting into debt and all this kind of stuff. The big time opportunity for people long term is going to be in shorter term education programs. Okay. Okay. So don't when you think EDU, don't just think four year university, right? Mm -hmm. Less and less people like the trend especially online, right? And I'm talking as the director of marketing for an online school. We don't have a brick and mortar. We're just online. And I think you're going to see that online education, just if you see the trend, it's been growing, you know, year after year, the number of people who are going after online education. So there, shorter term programs are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Work, you know, people who are working adults. So it's not just kids that are coming out of high school, right? Sure. Working adults. And um, you know, stuff that's vocational driven, right? So all those different things are, are aspects to look at where, you know, if you want to build, you know, if, if I had the time right now, right. And, mm-hmm. and I, I could do the energy and I wasn't going to be competing against my employer. You know, I would, I would look at building a, maybe like a, a resource for people who wanted to improve their careers, yeah. right? Career improvement. Well, certificate programs are fantastic for that. You know, okay. for those those of you who may not know what a certificate program is, just the, the short of it here is it's a specific course of study, typically between, you know, six to 10 classes, university classes, that when you graduate, you're given a certificate and it's like certificate in marketing, certificate in, you know, um, homeland security or private security, all these different types that exist out there. And a lot of people, that's where they're moving towards as opposed to your four-year diploma that's Mm going to get you into a bunch of debt and is just getting you focused on, you know, a lot of general education that's not exactly necessary for a lot of the careers people want to go after nowadays. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Let's, um, keep going with other stuff before I go on though. I just thought of something else. Where would affiliates go to find, um, education offers to promote? Well, obviously you can go to networks. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, networks that, that offer them. Um, I haven't been seeing a whole lot of them, at least with like the networks that I work for, you know, truly, I think there's a lot of opportunity going direct yeah. and this is kind of 
outside of the norm. You know, I think as affiliates, we're so used to just, you know, signing up for an affiliate network and then just running the offers that they have. But really like my encouragement to everybody listening is like, treat this like a business, right? Mm -hmm. Like you are the CEO of your internet marketing empire, right? And so treat it like a business and reach out to people like myself, for example, right? Go on LinkedIn. Use LinkedIn's a fantastic resource that I don't think people use well enough right now. You go on LinkedIn and search people by their title, you know, and and look up director of marketing and include, you know, people that work for universities and you'll find a whole slew of them. And if you just reach out via LinkedIn, send an in-mail message or get someone's email address and email them directly, something short, sweet, hey, listen, you know, this is what I do. Um, Would love to chat with you when you have time. You got to be persistent, you know, and I say professionally persistent because we get bombarded with um, vendors daily. I mean, yeah. literally, I, I, I have a half dozen emails a day from different vendors. And so I think if you approach it professionally, though, and you you know reach out via LinkedIn and, and, and you do that, I mean, that's how I've formed relationships with lead vendors. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally through LinkedIn, then we connect on LinkedIn. Hey, this is what we're, what we're doing was wondering if we could have a conversation. Yeah, I think there might be a fit. We email each other, then we have a phone call, and then next thing you know, we consummate a deal and and we're in business with them. Yeah. So um, one thing I'm going to warn everybody about, though, is the fact that a lot of us have a bad taste in our mouths because a lot of people over-promise and under-deliver. Hmm. So if you want to be different, right, yeah. always under-promise and then over-deliver. <laughs> right. So don't say you can deliver something that you can't or that a certain volume you can deliver. If you if you don't think you can, just be right up front and, you know, they'll they'll take what they can get and they'll test it out, you mm-hmm. know. And, uh, and then from there, you decide whether you want to scale it or, or, or whatever. But uh, I think going direct, honestly, is, is going to be your best thing. I know a lot of my friends that are, you know, uh, affiliate managers might, might be upset by hearing that. But I think really that's the best way is form a relationship and have your own network of people that you can consistently sell your leads to. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I think a lot of people don't think about that, you know, they just go from, uh, just to affiliate networks and there's so many more options really that you can, you know, that are out there for people. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, is like networks get burned and then, uh, or, or, you know, um, you know, other affiliates send crappy traffic to the network and then all the leads that are coming through that network, Mm-hmm. they get you know blacklisted and then it's like okay no no cut them all off right yeah and like like for example i remember working with this one company last year i won't name them because yeah. you know they were bad and uh so so they uh they were sending us these leads that were like straight up fraud fraudulent leads uh-huh. and so we ended up cutting off the entire source and my you know i have uh, one of my employees he, he looked at what we were doing he's like hey listen this one affiliate this one sub affiliate right um is providing really really good leads um you know those ones converted way higher than the other sub affiliates there i think we should keep buying those and i said no we're cutting them off completely so that one sub affiliate suffered as a result of the company that he was selling leads to, you know, sending us bad traffic uh-huh. and, and knowingly sending us bad traffic. So um, it's one of those things where, you know, I just I think it's better just cut out the middleman, go direct. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. Um, so what else next is. um 
Oh, well, I'll let you, I'll let you go. Okay. So, um, you know, some of the, well, at least some of the things that we, we concern ourselves with, right? So one thing I think uh, all affiliates should be aware of, if you're not, you need to look up, you know, the laws on this, or at least get a general um, understanding of TCPA compliance, right? Okay. TCPA is Telephone Consumer Protection Act. There are a lot of um, industries that this is affecting insurance, mortgage, um, education is one of anywhere where a phone number is submitted and you're going to be texting or calling somebody afterwards um, is to get familiar with TCPA language and what it means to actively opt in to TCPA language. So uh, honestly, I, I would take a look at landing pages, you know, um, take a look at different landing pages that schools have or ask even better yet is to ask the marketing department, hey, do you have TCPA language that you prefer, okay. right? Is there a specific type of TCPA language that you would like to incorporate on any of the leads that we're sending over to you? That way you can make sure that your landing pages are compliant according to what their needs are. So for example, we dictate to the, the aggregators that we buy from and we give them the exact verbiage to use on their landing pages so that way we can certify, we can ensure that the person who opted in that we're going to be calling is opted into the language that our attorneys have, have given the thumbs up to. Okay. And basically what the TCPA is, is this, you know, wonderful, I say sarcastically law that, um, Congress passed and the president signed into law, basically prohibiting phone calls, you know, unless you've opted in. Hmm. Well, now people are using this as a way to like try and like get money out of different companies. And so they have like actual TCPA trolls who will go and they'll submit leads and see if anybody violates the TCPA. Wow. <laughs> so it's turned into a big headache for a lot of us um, in, you know, across different verticals, but really in, in EDU. Because that's how we get a hold of people, right? Okay. Um, mm. Is just by phone uh, or by text, and so we want to make sure leads we're buying, hey, they've opted into that. So we um, actually use a we, we're partnered with a company called Lead ID, and Lead ID, you know, on the affiliate side, people go, oh, great, Lead ID. Um, Lead ID gives us a unique token for each lead that's submitted. We know how much time the person spent on the landing page. We know how many other forms that person has submitted across the Lead ID network. We know whether or not the person has opted into our TCPA language mm -hmm. and it verifies that it matches what we tell Lead ID. So we tell Lead ID what the TCPA language should look like and, and, and Lead ID verifies that that verbiage matches what we've said. So we can't have an aggregator that says, oh yeah, we've got your authorized language on our landing page. They submit a lead and actually will tell us whether or not that's the case. Mm -hmm. So you know, if anybody's trying to pull a fast one on us, <laughs> we know. Yeah. And the reason I, I mentioned this and I get into TCPA, which is super dry and boring, and I apologize, but it's because that's the that's where lead gen is moving towards, especially like insurance and mortgage and all this stuff. They're really going to care a lot about, um, you know, this type of compliance. So even if you're not in the EDU space and you're going to be working on other verticals, it's an important you know realm to kind of, uh, you know, become familiar with. Yeah, no, that that is good. That's good to know because I, I knew there was some like weird legal stuff with the education space, but that definitely helps clear it up. Um, okay, so yeah. what? Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I interrupted you. Go ahead. I was going to say what uh, the next thing you were going to talk about is uh, what opportunities you see for publishers. Yeah, so I kind of touched on this at the beginning. I I think one of the the big things we're seeing with specifically with online education 
and uh, online, you know, lead gen for EDU. Um, I see it as being like a tool, tool primarily for online education, right? Somebody's already on the internet. They know how to use the internet. You know, we get, we get tried, to, you know, people try to sell us leads and these people who, you know, um, don't have an internet connection at home. That's not going to help us, right, as an online school. So I think really like, you know, focus on online schools, number one. Number two, focus on shorter term programs. So look at vocational schools, vocational education. And this is where you can get really creative because there's really very little competition when it comes to vocational stuff. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at higher ed and you're looking at, you know, four-year universities online, I mean, it's, it's cutthroat. I mean, there's so much competition you know, for each of these different terms, whether you're going like, you know, criminal justice degrees, holy cow. Like, yeah. you know, if you look at the the CPLs on that, it's through the roof, right? Or, okay. or online business degrees or online MBA degrees. I mean, it's like, it, it gets absurd. So if you look at an area where um, there's really like an opportunity to go after traffic is in vocational stuff, right? So mm -hmm. look at some of the smaller vocational schools. Um, they, they're, they're typically during the day, they advertise on TV, you know, I, I don't know what the names of the different, uh, um, you know, talk shows that are on during the day that, you know, mostly a, a female demographic watches. But if you, if you watch a lot of times they'll have vocational schools on there, you know, talking about medical careers, mm -hmm. right? You know, hey, become an x-ray technician from home, work as a medical biller from home, a lot of stuff from home. But then there's also a lot of stuff that um, typically women work in these careers. I don't mean to say that to be sexist, but it's the reality of those jobs, right, is a lot of females work as medical assistants, phlebotomists, right, the people that draw blood, uh, medical coders, medical billers, medical administrative assistants, um, x-ray technicians, a lot of those dental hygienists, a lot of them are women. Mm -hmm. And so keep that in mind as you're, you know, working through things and you're looking through different audiences and whatnot. But during the day, that's who they're advertising to on TV. So that's a huge opportunity right there. Um, I think targeting either by, you know, by career or um, just by, by the demographic, right? Targeting females. So um, one thing that we have been experimenting with has been Pinterest ads. And we're finding um, some success with Pinterest ads with some of our um, targeted uh, demographics huh. um, because we're looking at females for some of them. Um, so I, I think, and then also think about this, that the number of baby, baby boomers, you know, so old folks that are going to be retiring and are going to be reliant upon the American medical system here, yeah. it's going to be increasing exponentially yeah, year over year. For sure. Huge, huge opportunity there, you know? So if you can get yourself positioned to market education to people that's shorter term, mm -hmm. that they're going to graduate relatively debt-free, that will get them working sooner I mean, what better than allied health, right? So yeah. these health-related industries is a really big opportunity for people to to go after. That's awesome. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely a really good tip. Another one, another market that kind of gets ignored by affiliates, at least, is going to be your military population. Okay. I'm a little bit biased towards that because um, the university that I work for, so we're we're three schools in one. We're a real estate school, medical school, and a university. On the university side, we have an enormous military population because if you think about it, right, um, you know, military, they're given you know upwards of around four thousand dollars for tuition assistance and 
our programs are really inexpensive. And uh, I say ours as in my school specifically is inexpensive. Mm -hmm. So their tuition assistance benefits, they're able to use them towards their education and they get, you know, credits towards promotion, um, like increasing in rank. And when they graduate, they can become an officer and all these different types of things. So it's really, it really behooves the military to, to go to school. Right. Hmm. And mm -hmm. so that population there, you have a lot of people who want those leads. And I can't tell you how many people, how many companies I have called personally and have said, Hey, listen, I want to buy military leads, military education leads. And they go, yeah, well, that's great, but we can't provide anything for you, <laughs> you know? <Okay>. So, um, <laughs> if you can get military leads, give me a call <laughs> because I want to buy them. And so do a whole bunch of other schools. Interesting. Okay. Okay, cool. And then there's a career related diplomas and certificates. Yeah, so that was the 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 certificate programs that I was talking about at the okay. beginning. Really, is just um, you know shorter term. Um, just l go online and start searching certificate programs, and a lot of schools have them. You know, they're they're uh, you know accredited programs, and basically makes you gives you working knowledge in a specific field but without a college degree, right? So an associate's degree tells, tells me that you went to school for two years and you know you, you know a subject really well, four-year degree, you did general ed plus the specific stuff. A certificate's like, hey, this person has working knowledge in this field. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, my school, uh, one, one area that we have a lot of military folks do is private security. So private security is not like uh, working as a mall cop. It's, it's these companies that go and get sent overseas and they protect you know, hotels and, and they run security like for executives and that type of stuff. Um, we have a lot of people going into that. It's a really lucrative career. Um, and then we have other certificates that are specific for um, like, you know, allied health programs like pharmacy technician and stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. So I, I imagine like, would you recommend that affiliates pick something really specific to market to like sake? I've been out of the EDU stuff. I mean, I haven't done a whole lot of it, so this might be a dumb question, but say like, you know, I want to promote uh, EDU offers. Should I find mm -hmm. something to focus on niche wise or is it best just to go for like general program, you know, go back to school type things? You know, it's, it's, I'm going to tell you, it depends. And that's a terrible answer to give you, but really it's going to depend on a couple factors. Number one, who is it that's buying the lead, right? So if you're going to generate leads and you're just generating for an offer and they just want generic EDU leads and it's just like, Hey, you know, uh, it's 50 bucks, you know, that we're going to pay you, um, you know, CPA 50 bucks and just have them fill out the form. Then you're probably going to want something generic and it is what it is. Right. But but then if you've got a relationship with a school, then that's going to you know, obviously be different. Sure. So where I find the best value is when um, you know, somebody can tell me, hey, look, this is the type of traffic that we're receiving, mm -hmm. right? This is our demographic. So some of, this, some of the, um, the, the stuff that, that we've found helpful has been with certain um, aggregators or, or companies that we've worked with that have – sites for a specific niche like criminal justice, right? Mm -hmm. Now, criminal justice is is pretty broad because you can do all kinds of things with a criminal justice degree. But that is, 
I think niche enough where you can have a lot of good content on there and it can, you know, cover a whole bunch of different, you know, areas. And then somebody says, yeah, I'm interested. Right. And then from there, the school can drill down. So I guess I'm kind of answering your question a little bit is in the sense like if you can, um, if you can provide a lot of information for an area so you don't have to drill down super, super, you know, deep and, mm-hmm. and have it just for x-ray technicians, let's say, right? Okay. You can have a little bit more broad, maybe like a step above that and focus on allied health, let's say, or focus on, you know, law enforcement jobs and stuff like that. Then I think that might that might serve you well. So okay. unfortunately, it's a crappy way to answer your question, but really it's going to depend on on what you're trying to attract. Yeah. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Cool. Um, okay, what was next on your list? I'm not sure where we. I might have got off. Topic. Well, I've kind of bounced around here, so <laughs> it's my fault. Um, but uh, really, you know, it, it's it, answering that question. Like, look, can publishers work directly with schools? And the answer to that is yes, absolutely. You know. Um, Get your CEO hat on and go out and, and, and make relationships because I'm telling you right now, you know, without revealing any of the numbers that we spend and we're a small, I mean, we are a small school. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make a tremendous, tremendous amount of money selling good quality leads to universities. And if you're providing value, genuine value, guess what? We're going to keep buying from you, mm-hmm. right? So instead of focusing on this like quick money, you know, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just churn and burn and, and get these trials, you know, down people's throats and hopefully get paid before the you know, company goes belly up, you know, and all this kind of stuff <laughs> that the networks have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Build a business, you know, build something long term. Yep. Um, I like to say like, you know, one of the things that we're trying to do in my department at my school is, is we want to become a lead gen company ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I say we we want to be a lead gen company in the sense that we control the funnel, right? That we're getting you know the touch points, and then we've got properties, web properties all throughout that are both branded and unbranded that are attracting people in, getting people in the door, and we want to be a resource to them, mm-hmm. right? And they will enter the funnel. They may not even know that they're on one of our school's websites, and from there, you know, it turns into a lead that that we contact and then enroll as a student. Yeah. Um, so really, if you're going to you know, do this, I think it's a great field that's going to be around forever. You know, EDU is not going anywhere. Regulations may change and stuff may get more difficult, as with anything else. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like the Federal Trade Commission is not going to come pounding your door, <laughs> right. you know, when you're working EDU. You know, c- can they? Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, there's been cases where, where schools have gotten in trouble. But that's where I tell you at the beginning, like, don't make false promises, right? Don't make false promises. Make sure everything gets, you know, is is okayed by the school. And I'll tell you right now, when you're talking about creatives and you're talking about websites, you know, um, or landing pages, if you can use the the if you're generating for a school, right? And if you can use their logo, do it because in all the testing that we've done with and comparing data with other schools, if you compare a generic education landing page that has just just generic information, career stuff, and nothing with a school name, nothing with a school logo, that's going to convert way lower than if you have a school logo on a landing page. Just make sure, number one, you're authorized, you know, by that school to use a logo. And if you are, then go for it because 
just kind of how consumers look at trust marks when they're, you know, filling in a landing page for a trial offer and they're mm -hmm. looking at the VeriSign and they're looking at the Visa and MasterCard and PayPal, Secured, McAfee, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, consumer filling out an EDU form is going to be the same way. The more that they can feel psychologically, you know, safe and secure that they're going to be sending their information to some stranger, the better off they'll be. So, um, yeah, if you can include the school's logo on there, by all means, go for it. Nice. Now, I know the next thing you wanted to talk is about is what KPIs um, you look at when evaluating lead sources. So start from the beginning, like that, assuming we don't know anything about what a KPI is. Okay. So we throw around the term KPI, key performance indicator, okay. um, all the time in my office, right? So everybody in my department has KPIs for their job function. So the person who handles my search engine marketing for, you know, Google, Bing, Yahoo, um, they have KPIs that they're looking for per campaign, right? They have a desired click-through rate. They have a desired conversion rate. Um, they have, you know, on and on and on. We just have KPIs for everything. So, um, we as lead buyers, right, have KPIs that we follow and we look at when evaluating a lead source. So typically what I'll do is I'll give a lead source, you know, 30, 30, 60 to 90 days, depending upon the size of the budget. But let's use 30 days because it's a nice round number. 30 days should give us a pretty decent sense as far as what we can expect. Okay. So if I start buying leads from somebody and number the, the first thing we look at is the cost per lead, right? Mm -hmm. So upfront, that's one that really there's going to be no variable in. Okay. The cost per lead we know up front, we've negotiated it beforehand and that's a fixed cost, but I'm going to be using that cost per lead to back out all my, the rest of my data. So then I'm going to be looking at my cost per enrollment, right? So let's say, you know, I'm, I have, uh, you know, 10% conversion rate, right? Well, that's going to be one out of 10, right? And so then I can take my cost per lead and I can figure out based on the conversion rate, what is my cost per enrollment for that leads, you know, lead source. And so we'll be, you know, with every lead source that we have, we track our cost per enrollment on a week to week basis. Okay. So I have a rolling average every single week that I'm evaluating the leads that we bought in one month compared to another month to another month and seeing what's happening to my cost per enrollment. Hmm. And I can see whether or not the cost per enrollment's going down or cost per enrollment's going up. Okay. And if it's starting to go up, I start evaluating that lead source and start wondering, hey guys, you know, what's going on with this channel? You know, have you guys switched something up on us? Because we're seeing, you know, less of the leads are converting, you know, into enrollments. What's changed? And so it's that open dialogue that we like to have. And, and we really kind of get involved with the nitty gritty with our, our vendors and the people we're buying leads from, you know, it's just, hey, you know, let, let's keep an open channel. We're not asking you to reveal your secrets, but we need to have an open dialogue as far as, you know, what type of channels you're using, what we can do to improve the quality of that traffic. So sure. that's, that's another one of those KPIs we look at. And then lastly, one of the things that we're really starting to get into is looking at cost per graduation. So this okay. takes look at the life of the student. And this gets really kind of like next level stuff because we have some of these lead sources that, that we've been buying from for several years and we can actually take a student from cradle to grave, right? So from the moment they came in and then the moment they graduate and we can look at those, you know, few years that passed and see what percentage have graduated and where do they come from, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, 
not surprisingly, the the best graduation rates that we have received. Um, I don't expect any of my competitors, hopefully, to be listening to this. So, <laughs> um, it, but it really it comes from organic traffic, you know. So organic traffic that converts that those students that come in through organic traffic end up graduating at higher numbers than those students that we bought from a paid lead, from search engine marketing, uh, from any of the lead sources that we use. Organic traffic converts the best and it's the l most profitable to us, right? Because it does us no good, does no good for any school for a student to come in, enroll, stay for a year and then quit, yeah. right? Yeah. We want to retain people. So for long-term growth in EDU, it's about getting good quality students in the door that stay and then want to graduate. So we're starting to look at cost per graduation. Um, it's a KPI that uh, that was just like I was talking to some other chief marketing officers at other universities. And this is what the big boys are starting to do. Starting to take focus less and less on the front end and start focusing more on the back end for long term health of the school and, and truly like, you know, what can we maximize? Let's maximize our revenue. Right. And have mm -hmm. these people graduating. And so if you're if you're um, fortunate enough to build a relationship where you can bring students in and have them stay for a really long time and they end up graduating, um, that's great. And first off, good for you that you've been able to build that relationship. But then secondarily, keep that in mind as you're you know, building your business and think, man, you know, this school is going to want long-term growth. If you can provide students that stick around for them, they're going to buy leads from you all day long. Yeah. Interesting. So can affiliates do anything with their copy or advertising to affect stuff like graduation rates or um, those kind of I, well i mean they so so i guess in, you know in in a sense they can where you're not when you're writing your copy you're putting your landing pages together you know, focus on the right stuff, right? So obviously like there's schoolwork that's involved. So using words like fast and easy is not exactly gonna be conducive to the best type of student, right? Mm -hmm. Because anybody who's gonna actually succeed and stick out school knows it's not going to be fast and it's not going to be easy. It's going to require work. So instead focus on the long-term reward, you know, is what I would say, you know, sure. in, in, in the brief time that we have, that's what I would say is focus on the reward, focus on the career benefits, focus, you know, use site BLS statistics, right? Sure. Um, Hey, you know, people who get into this career last year made an average of blah, 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 mm -hmm. right? The BLS, bls.gov is a fantastic resource for anybody wanting to, you know, site job stuff, whatever. They've got all that data for you. So use that, run wild on it. Um, and then I would also just say um, to, to, you know, again, don't make false promises. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not mm -hmm. going to be, it's not going to be easy. So don't, but don't say it's going to be super hard either. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I mean, just again, stay focused on the benefit for the for the end user if the, for the the person who's filling out the form is hey improve your life you know military hey in, increase in rank make more money get more stability for your family have a skill for you once you retire or you know even uh, the people who are dissatisfied in their current job mm -hmm. right that's that might be you know a, an area you're going to target like uh you know one one campaign that you know i i thought about just now is like you know let's say you hear about a company that's having like massive layoffs right well, what about going on social media? What about going on Facebook, finding the people who work for that company, right? Saying, hey, listen, you know, have a backup plan, 
you know, for what, you know, what you're going through right now. Take a look at some, maybe some short-term programs that can help you get to an even better career than where you're currently at. Stuff like that, you know, is, is you'd be shocked at how many people come through our school that are in career transition. That's a big thing, you know, career transition, being able to be of actual value to somebody who's going through a tough time. Um, you know, these programs aren't the most expensive in the world world. So even somebody who's on unemployment and they want to do something productive to help improve their job prospects, they're going to go after a program like that. So that's something to keep in mind too. Okay, cool. Um, I don't want to keep you all night, but the last thing I wanted to talk about is you mentioned stuff like, um, traffic sources, like, um, you know, where people can run traffic to get education offers. What are you seeing in terms of where people are having success doing that um you know are there any specific traffic sources or things that you're seeing people have a lot of good luck with yeah so i mean we're we're seeing a lot of um success it, it depends on the demographic mm -hmm. right obviously sure so um you know i I'm going to tell you right now, you know, if you want to go after a female demographic, you got to you got to start using Pinterest, mm -hmm. you know, go go after Pinterest. It, I, the the interface uh, isn't the most user friendly and it's not the, the, the nicest. Um, but in the small amount that we've spent, relatively small amount we spent compared to other um, social media, you know, um, sites, we're getting some success from it. So, you know, get out of the box, you know, get, mm -hmm. get outside of like what you're typically looking at. We've, you know, uh, we're going to start experimenting some with Twitter mm -hmm. and seeing what that looks like. Um, obviously we're using Facebook heavily yeah. and having success with Facebook. Um, don't run Facebook cause I don't want to pay more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, we're, because obviously you can do the targeting and, and everything there. So we're seeing a lot of success with that, but also we're retargeting, you know, on Facebook too. So, somebody comes to one of our landing pages and they fill it out, fill out the form, um, they're going to be seeing us again, you know, on Facebook. Okay. We're gonna, the more they see us, you know, obviously the, the, the higher that trust becomes. So, you know, integrate that. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, it's like so many people miss the boat where um, I can't tell you how many affiliates I talk to that don't even have email capture set up on their websites. You know what I mean? It's like, Guys, you're you're missing money's going through your fingertips when you do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, build a business. You know, obviously, you're running a campaign; it's going to be different. But you know, if you've got a, a resource website and you're driving traffic to it, by golly, get people's email addresses. You know, um, but I digress. So um, you know, search is also uh, is also really popular. Mm -hmm. um, on our end, we're seeing um, a lot of success targeting, you know, like more career related terms versus education related terms. Okay. So you'll see that the um, the 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 CPL your cost per lead is going to go way higher. First off, cost per click goes way up the more that you know because there's way more competition when people are searching. You know, online criminal justice degree, sure. online MBA, those types of terms. So if you can focus on career specific, you know, like let's say. Um, you know, I'll take my job, for example, a marketing director, right? Marketing director jobs. And you're going to, you, I think you're going to see less competition for that type of stuff, but then you can get in front of eyeballs of people who want that type of career. And if your ad copy is right, you know, you can get them to, to 
get to your landing page that's going to tell them, hey, you want a you know, marketing director job? Well, you know, have you looked at a certificate program in marketing? Have you looked at a certificate you know, in management? Have you looked at an MBA? You know, those types of things. So mm-hmm. I think by focusing on the careers, you're going to find more success with that on search. Um, mobile, obviously, you want to have mobile-friendly sites. I'm not going to tell you to go buy mobile traffic. Um, I haven't been really pleased with the mobile traffic that we've purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be the the sources that we've been using, but we just I, I haven't found anything that I've really just gone, yeah, this is great. Okay. Um, have mobile-friendly sites because you know, gosh, half of your people are going to be on mobile, and if they can't fill out your form, then you're you're kind of lost there. So right. that should be just kind of like a, a no-brainer, but. Um, you know, some people may neglect that. So I would I would say make sure everything's mobile friendly, um, geo targeted, even better. You know, if you can, um, you know, focus on a specific segment. You know, I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of people in Middle America that um, don't make enough money. You know, mm-hmm. compared to the people on the coasts. You know, Dave, you and I live out here on the West Coast, <laughs> yep. and and people make a lot more money out here. There's a lot of people out in Middle America that that want to make more money and and have you know. They they just they just they have the desire for it they just need the the right tools mm-hmm. so that's a huge segment that really you can help out uh, a whole bunch out there yeah definitely interesting well um this is this has been great i've definitely learned a lot of stuff so uh, i appreciate you coming on here and sharing your knowledge and everything is there anything you'd like to plug or say or well, um, you know, air supply song or anything. Like that. I would, yeah, trust me, you get me a glass of red wine. I'll just <laughs> air supply the whole night. So, uh, but really, I appreciate the the opportunity to come out here and chat with you. I hope we get a chance to do it again. Um, I know I kind of Definitely. bounced all over the place on these different things, but if uh, there's anybody who is a member of the forum um, and wants to get a hold of me, my username is G Fajardo. That's G F A J A R D O. Send me a message there on the forum or shoot me an email. Uh, I'm happy to help you guys out. Um, and kind of give you some guidance. My personal email, Galel, it's G-A-L-E-L, at galelfajardo.com. Um, or I'm on Twitter, at Galel, G-A-L-E-L. So there's a lot of ways to get a hold of me. I'm happy to help you out and uh, and provide any insight I can. And uh, just really hope that everybody focuses on building a long-term business in this because uh, the internet's not going away. <laughs> the internet's the wave of the future, baby. <laughs> and so uh, the more that you can focus on building a long-term business, I think the better it is for for the industry, um, and ultimately for your bank account. Definitely. Definitely. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot. Absolutely. You're welcome.